Hello, and welcome to Backdoor Cover. I am Micah. Welcome in. The Golden State Warriors are NBA champions. And speaking to us poolside, another champion, live from somewhere in Florida, Bradley Key. Hello. Yo, what's up, brother? What's good? Hey, uh, we are in Santa Maria. Does that sound right? Something like that. We're somewhere in Florida drinking. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. And uh, the reason why I'm a champion, I should specify, I just knocked down, so we have a uh, putting green in our backyard, like a an AstroTurf putting green, the whole backyard is AstroTurf. And I just knocked down two of three in our putting competition. So uh, a lot of respect from the boys. Wow. Last weekend, it was golf in San Francisco. This weekend, That was two it's, weekends ago. Okay, two weeks ago, golf in San Francisco. Now, a putting contest. Micah, you sound like my East wife, Coast. like, you, you last weekend you get to party in Stanford, now you're partying in, in Florida. No, no, no. There was a week in between, sir. Well, you, you are, in fact, correct. with your wife, correct? Yeah. Yeah. This one doesn't count against me uh, in the social uh, whatever. Check marks. That's, well, and she is several months pregnant, so. Um, yeah, she, she's, she's going to have to. Probably significantly more sober than you are right now. Well, so here's what I did. For every high noon I bought, I also bought a slice of chocolate fudge cake with this beautiful icing icing on it, and it's worked out perfectly for me so far, but it is only 1 o'clock uh, Eastern time. so <laughs> How many slices of, of cake is your wife eating? Because I know you've had four or five high noons. Well, so there's a lot of cake left, but <laughs> we're going to work through this. That's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm rooting for you, as yeah. always. Thank you. Well, what a treat, Brad. How... Uh, it's uh, it's good to talk to you, and it's good to be um, a fan of the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, I, I think maybe my favorite post I've seen yet is the one that you shared with me from Michael Rappaport about uh, <laughs> Kevin Durant next year going <laughs> announcing he's playing for the Golden State Warriors. That was hilarious. Yeah, he uh, he posted a, a photo of uh, his introduction press conference, <laughs> holding up his. I Warriors giggled about jersey. that for a good hour this morning. I loved it. I loved it. I, I loved. Uh, well, let's talk about the game, then we'll talk about what people said after the game. Uh, okay. The Warriors. Uh, Clay looked amazing. Or well, Clay looked good last night too. But Steph was incredible. Uh, he rose to the occasion. He's the greatest. It was the greatest shooting performance in a Finals history over the course of the series. I think he shot like forty eight percent on three and like fifty four percent on twos. Just and, un- I mean, that's taking into account last, in Game 5 when he didn't hit a three for the first time in like 100 days. 100%. 100 games. And yeah. all of the shame should be on Boston for losing Game 5. You, I mean. You hold Steph Curry without a three-pointer, and you, you, you can't lose that game. You simply can't lose that You can't lose, lose that, game. that game, but you also, I mean, your two top guys are 22 and 24. Like, I know mm-hmm. that's a stupid uh, mm-hmm. excuse to make. Like, that's the same excuse the Thunder made when they had uh, KD and, and Russ. Like, we're here. We're going to be back again. But, like, these guys are so young, man. Like, how are they supposed to they, – they just never had a chance against Gold State. They really didn't. They had their chance, Brad. The game five I don't was their think chance they did, and they blew though, it. I'm telling you. Yeah, you thought they did, but you were wrong. Yeah. But when you anyway. look back on this series, if you're a Boston fan, that's the one that, that's the killer. Although, Boston – Boston was up 12 points in the first quarter, and then at oh my God, somehow so by the end of the quarter, we're losing. 
And then it uh, was 14 to two. And then you look up and it's like 37 to 27. You're like, what happened? And what happened? that's a flip. It, it's like Boston's up 14 to then Golden State's up like 35, 25, whatever, 10 points. And you're like, how did this swing legitimately 22, 24 points? Like in a blink of an eye. It was uh, a remarkable turn of events. And then they came out hot in the, in the second quarter. Didn't they go on like a 22, nothing run? Uh, and there was some stat that that was the biggest run in a finals game in in the in the last fifty years, something yeah. crazy. Um, yeah. There so you- also, so I've got two guys here of the four guys that are with us. One had a futures bet on Golden State to win this the series to win thirty five hundred bucks, and the other had some bet to win five hundred fifty five of Golden State won. So we turned this game on, and, and Boston jumped out to a fourteen to two lead, and everybody's like, "Whoa, whoa." Uh, and that mood quickly reversed to uh, jubilation as uh, Golden State pretty much just stomped out for the rest of the game. Indeed. Pretty good times. Uh, I bet that was a, a celebratory mood. Uh, yeah, everybody's everybody's feeling very generous right now. Everybody's buying people drinks. That's that's what you want. That you know, that's it's kind of the, the dream on a, a beach vacation that somebody exactly. hits a big a big gambling bet the first night and is you know. I'll go buy the it, high noon tomorrow. It's kind of a dream for everybody, but except for all four of our pregnant wives, who we were like, "Oh shit, oh shit!" Now we got to deal with these people. Yeah, you guys are monsters, but they knew that going in. <laughs> they married us. They knew. That's right. They knew that before they said said I do. And uh, well, congratulations to you and and to the Warriors. Thank you. Another, you know, a, a gr- Boston got within ten a couple times in the fourth, but uh, Steph is just hitting these ridiculous threes and then hitting the go to sleep uh, and I pointing mean, they his were finger. So, like, I loved embarrassing. it. Yeah, it was like cold-blooded. It was like he was backhanding them and shit, like with three-pointers. It was it was disrespectful and amazing. I loved it. And and I I love that Boston crowd just being silenced, put to sleep. It was quiet in there. <laughs> I saw Maybe several tweets. Maybe the most hateful group of people in America. Yeah, I saw just several tweets when they went down. on that when uh, Golden State went on the 22-0 run, that just that this building is so quiet, and I love it. Well, I don't, I don't uh, revel in people's pain as much as you do, but I didn't hate it. Well, I, I didn't hate it. We'll it's put it funny. That. I mean, I I love the clowning that Steph did, the, like basically the entire fourth quarter. Every time he was hitting shots, just totally clowning Boston and their fans. And I uh, mean, it was cold it. as ice. It was cold as ice. The kid has changed the game. He's not a kid anymore. He's he really been in the league has. 13 years. He has four four rings, as many as LeBron. Uh, it's an unbelievable career. And, you know, he, he was hurt most of his first two or three years in the league. Uh, to see what he's put together, he's got Steve Kerr, a guy who is an unbelievable winner. He's won 33% of the last 27 NBA championships, uh, in, either as a player and now four as a coach. Uh, to see Kevin Durant uh, out in the first round to the same Boston team uh, who who idiotically chose that moron Kyrie Irving over staying with Steph Curry. I just, I love it. I, I'm so happy with this result. So do we think that Steve Kerr is officially in the ballpark of Phil Jackson? Like, is he going to pass his mentor and coach with the Bulls? Like, where are we at with that? Does does Phil have 11 rings? It's a fucking lot, whatever it is. I think maybe it's, well, let's see. He has 
six with the Bulls, three with the the Lakers. And what did you say, Kerr was that? And he, I think he has two as a player. I know he has at least one. I, it's either Steve Kerr's now at nine, five as a player, and four. As so a he's coach. he's in the stratosphere at least. He's in the ballpark. Yeah, and I mean the people at this at, in Florida, these uh, drunk maniacs are thinking Golden State's repeating. They think James Wiseman's coming on. There's all sorts of optimism over here. Who knows what's going to happen next? Well, did you see the uh, the uh, post game with Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins dancing around? <laughs> Getting the bag? Yeah, that where he's like. <laughs> That We're going to go on vacation well now, baby. We're future. going to Spain. And he's like, you're getting that bag. And he's like, you're getting that bag. He's like, we're getting that bag. Uh, yes. The, those two guys will both be getting that bag. So, you know, who knows? That, that's uh, The good thing for Andrew Wiggins is he already had that bag. That's true. But the, you he's, know, the, he's been had that bag, you know? He's done former, had that bag. The famous Pat Riley quote about the disease of more. It's amazing <laughs> how fast that kicks in sometimes, you know? Uh, yeah, we'll see if they hold together because I think it is um, Wiggins who would be eligible to leave. Probably, I think he's. I don't know what his contract. I don't know what their status start, is, but he would be very important. Like he was absolutely important to this team's success and definitely carried them to this championship. Not carried them, but was a, a very valuable part to it. Absolutely, so he sort of played. What happens the, to him is really key for next year. He sort of played the Iguodala role, where a guy yeah, exactly. plays lockdown defense. He can hit threes. Uh, I mean, he was, a, he was the best defender in the series. And, I mean, Iguodala won an MVP, uh, a finals MVP playing that role. So, like, mm-hmm. you know it's really critical. Um, we'll see. If he sticks around, that's going to be a, a key factor in, a, in a, some sort of repeat for the Golden State Warriors and Steve Kerr's legacy, which is becoming something really special. Yeah, but at the same time, is if they uh, self-destruct at some point next year, you can just go <laughs> back to that clip of Andrew Wiggins and – and Poole talking about getting the bag, the bag. and how the disease <laughs> of more started 10 minutes after the game ended. Uh, uh, like 30 seconds afterwards. It's like, how much do I get paid now, though? Yes, exactly. It's like that uh, that clip that's going vi- or the, the meme that's going viral on uh, Instagram right now. I've had like four people send it to me from the Wall yeah. Street Bets uh, Reddit page where it's yeah. like, hey, so if I bought a house and the home values go down, do I get a refund? <laughs> Nah, fam. Nah, it's not. That's how that works. Nope. Not exactly. Um, Anyway, so, you know, that and the other thing that I really enjoyed was Clay Thompson. Oh, yeah. Uh, Clay. His press conference, you mean? His press conference was great. Him dancing around with Steph is great. (laughs) It's great to see see Clay back. And he talks some, like, some pretty nasty shit in that that, uh, press conference. He's talking about. Uh, what's his name? Triple J from the Grizzlies. Yeah, Jaron Jackson and, from like, Memphis. Yeah, he, they, he, you could tell Clay's like had it a bit because he's usually cool, calm, and collected, and he came out there just flame throwing after they won. I loved it. I loved it. I just, he was talking about a single tweet from the regular season <laughs> from like probably like December. I, I just like, love the pettiness. Okay. A guy just won his fourth <laughs> title, and he's talking about a tweet that a dude sent. Uh, well, not to mention he's like great. one of the most humble players in the league. Like, has always been quiet, has always just gone about his business. And finally, he just like came to his boiling point and he just decided to take it out on uh, Jaron Jackson. He's like, fuck that guy. I loved it. <laughs> I, I loved enjoyed it. the shit out of it. It was great. I'm Sometimes really you get in to your, uh, your tipping point. You know, I mean, the, the Warriors haven't been the most likable team over the last few years, but there's something about this. If it wasn't for the Kevin Durant shit, they would be, though. Like, yeah, they're all likable other than the super team shit. Draymond is annoying. And oh, Draymond, I'm sorry to say it, but he's a cunt. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, but Steph is now so likable and so sure of his greatness. Like, it's really, it's fun. It's They've been a fun team to watch, a fun... I concur totally. And know, I mean, people, it's not like he's people hate on teams that are good. Athlete. Yeah, Steph is, all he is is hard work. Like, it, it was not because he had an 80-inch vertical. It wasn't because he's super fast. It's because he learned how to dribble the ball really well and shoot the ball from un- unbelievable like positions extremely quickly. And, like, that's the future of the game, and he just happened to get there first. Yeah, he's changed Hard the work. Uh, in yeah, a hundred different ways, and now he's proven it four times. It's it's impressive. Um, any other thoughts on the finals, Brad? Man, it was fucking really fun. I just wish there was another game, honestly. Do you want to make fun of Jason Tatum for being the first player in finals history to have a hundred or in playoff history to have a hundred turnovers in a playoffs? Nah, I don't. I don't hold it against him. Although he's a soft ass dude from Duke. All the softies from Duke, go eat it. Go eat your hearts out. Wow, that's that's the kind of hot opinions I love. Love to hear from you, Brad. <laughs> Poolside. Have a new yeah. uh, Let's let's uh, quickly talk about the U.S. Open or not the U. It is the U.S. Open. I. It is the U.S. Open. You are correct. I did not follow it. Uh, the the big story in golf really has nothing to do with the U.S. Open, though. I'm sure come the weekend it will, but it's all about the Live Tour. Live Moss, take the Saudi money. <laughs> uh, that scumbag Phil Mickelson. Everything that's happening. All the live players were over over par on uh, Thursday, I believe. Uh, give us a little U.S. Open update before we head into the weekend, Brad. So it just so happened we went to the beach this morning. That's where I had the vast majority of my uh, high noon. And uh, everybody had to go home to put their babies to bed. So I was left with a cooler full of high noon and a phone to watch the U.S. Open. So that's what I, I was doing. I was solo. It sounds like a, a dream. On the beach. It was actually the greatest thing. Everybody's like, so I'm so sorry. And I'm like, yeah, take your time. Uh, yeah, some I, of I'll us. Okay. Some of us are at work on Friday, Brad, and you're just I know. chilling pools or not even poolside, beachside. I'm catching sympathy from four beautiful young ladies for watching a cooler full of booze and watching the U.S. Open on a beach in Florida. So life's not so hard for me right now. I'm I'm happy to play the good guy. All right, but, well, give us the update. Short, so the first round was interesting. We had like people like Victor Hovland, some of your classic guys that you thought would be in contention, really continuing to be in contention, blew up today. Like everybody's getting destroyed by this course. I think Hovland's five over finishing his round. Uh, they were the feature group, him, Finau, and I believe Justin Thomas. And the best of the three of them which was maybe even par for the round when I finished watching just a few minutes ago. So the course is playing a lot harder in day two. Um, trying to think of some of the important parts uh McElroy has been playing really good he won last week clearly and he has carried that form I think he tees up here shortly currently at three under and I think he is tied for first uh somebody got up to six under but then quickly uh plummeted below that uh threshold to two under I think since then so long story short McElroy's kind of in the driver's seat and uh he's looking really good nothing would bring me more joy than to see Rory win this tournament. You know, I really enjoyed his kind of rebrand where he's like, okay, now I'm happy. I enjoy golf. It's not just about winning. I got a kid. I got a wife. I got a personal life. It's not just about PGA Tour and chasing Tiger and being the GOAT or whatever. Like, I enjoy life outside of winning. And since then, he's he's gotten better and better since he said those things. And I like that mentality. I think it's great. 
I also like his mentality that he's just been trashing the the Saudi tour all the time. Oh, yeah. And the scumbags (laughs) that are taking that Saudi money. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, you know the last place person in a Saudi tournament wins $125,000? If you finish dead fucking last and shoot 80-80-80 or 80-80, whatever the cut is. Actually, it's a no-cut tournament. So if you just shoot 80 the whole fucking time, you make 125 grand. Like, you and I could go out there and do that shit. No problem. That would be pretty so good. That's, that's, the, that's the quality of tournament we're talking about here. Trash. Yeah, get out of here. Trash. All right, so we're all rooting for Rory. Uh, we'll be watching this weekend. Brad and I may get another pod uh, before the end of the weekend. Uh, I and my wife, my wife and I, are moving this weekend. Movers show, my wife. The movers show up at our house at 8 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, this is so awesome, Micah. I'm really happy for oh, you, man. Congratulations. It is really awesome, and I'm very it's happy for me. It's been for a long time, and you deserve it, brother. Thank this you, my friend. Cool. I can't wait to come see it. Hey, and you know what? If you're listening to this podcast, you can feel the same way that I feel right now. <laughs> Go to MicahWeiner.com today. Schedule a risk-free consultation with me. I'm a former realtor. I'm now a, a mortgage lender. I've been a lender for years now, which is true. I know Brad's true. laugh. True. Uh I know how the game is played. I know how to get you in a home. You don't have to have 20% down. We didn't put 20% down, and we're walking into a lot of equity. Uh, This market is cooling in some places. There's been a bit of a pause. You've seen a million things about interest rates. I know it seems confusing. It isn't confusing. I wanted to mystify it. I want to help you. Let's get started today. You can feel as good as I feel and almost as good as Brad Key feels, a man who's been in his house for five years and is now a multi, multi, multi millionaire. <laughs> hey, Mike is the fucking Steph Curry of mortgage lending, boy. He's changing the game. You better get after it. Let's change the game together. MichaelWeiner.com or DM me on the social media. Brad, where can the people see your exploits in Florida? <laughs> My one story post over the last eight months happened last night. There you go. Uh, you can find me on Bradley B. Key on the Instagram machine. Uh, and I may even post one more just to get wild. You never wow. know. Let's About go. Six more noons and we'll see. All right. That's it. Uh, have a nooner for me. Uh, have all right. Have a half dozen. I might just go buy buy a six pack now. That's that's you got me hyped. I'm sorry to get you so thirsty, buddy, but it is the weekend. It is time. Uh, don't shop at Publix, okay? I don't even know what that is. It's uh the. I know what it is. I was lying. Their version of version of H E B. The I don't of, think they have Publix in this place. We're we're shopping at like general stores that are owned locally. Like there is oh, that's no good. there is no Walmart and shit out here. Like we're on Anna Marie Island and it's. It's all locally. Yeah, that sounds shit. dope. I would say that the it's people who own those those uh, grocery stores didn't give millions of dollars to the people who planned January sixth, but that's only the people of Publix, uh, and who knows? Mm. All right, that's enough. I should stop. All okay. Right. Yeah, you get off your political high horse. It's the weekend, baby. All right, it is the weekend. Everybody uh, enjoy <laughs> your Juneteenth celebrations and uh, the, the federal bank holiday. Think about uh, you know everything that goes along with it. Have a great weekend. We'll be back. And until next time, mm, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Later.